0: Hey, what's up, Black Knight Nation? I'm your host, Sal Interdonato. This is a, I guess, breaking news edition of uh, the Black Knight Nation podcast sponsored by Higher Echelon and Joe Ross. Um, I'm here with Seth Mendelson, And earlier this morning, some news broke that um, Army has been voted as one of the 14th member of the American Athletic uh, Conference. And there's um, word out there that Army could start play as early as next season in the AAC Um, joined by Seth Mendelson, We've talked about this on the podcast a couple of times. More uh, within the last month when there were talks about Army uh, being that 14th member and talks between Army and the AAC. And now it looks like it's coming to fruition. So uh, Seth, um, I know you're going to write a column for us later, but uh, what are your initial thoughts on this?
1: Um, as, as we discussed privately, and we've talked over the uh, over the weeks on this, um, I think it's something that absolutely had to be done um, for two reasons. Uh, one, financial, uh, it does bring in over time; it'll bring in more money. Um, we know that there's some contracts that have to be uh, paid out to teams that Army will have to cancel again uh, again until the next few years, could be next decade. But I think the AAC is definitely. I'm sure they talked about this. And I'm sure the AAC is helping on that but financially uh they they had to do this uh they bring in more money um i'd like to know more about the details about the, the army's deal with cbs does that continue do we know that anything about that yet uh, uh, yeah well real quick
0: before we go into further detail army is supposed to uh, put out some kind of release later today and uh, athletic director mike buddy will be available for co- uh, questions tomorrow so um From what I can gather, I would think it's going to be the same deal that Navy has, where Navy can broadcast its home games on the CBS Sports Network. Um, That's what they do, their road games or any games outside of, uh, you know, any conference games outside or on the ESPN platform. It could be ESPN, ESPN Plus, ESPN News. Does that still even exist, ESPN News? I'm not sure. Um, (laughs) ESPN Plus, the games will be on. So on the ESPN family of, of networks and streams. So that's where it'll probably be at. Like if they're playing South Florida, you know, at South Florida, probably be, you know, in that neighborhood. But they'll the thing is, they'll keep, if they can keep their CBS network contract, which is roughly, I would say, a million a year, somewhere around there. And then the big one is the Army-Navy contract. That's the big one to keep. And I think that, They split, you know, Army and Navy have a couple millions to split through that. So then you got the revenue from the AAC. And to me, real quick, my opinion, to be real quick, is this all about money? Is this all about, you know, trying to get, if it's about the path to get to the the national playoff, the college football national playoff, then it's not really (laughs) the right thing. That's not what it should be about. I don't it, think so. yeah. it is probably about money Seth it's probably about you know they 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 say scheduling probably because in the last 2 years you know Tennessee has opted not to play Army Ball State has opted not to play Army Tennessee paid off Army Ball State took a bigger payout to play Georgia over Army and I guess what you know this the crazy stuff with realignment there's a little bit of worry about schedule scheduling out you know but Army has these contracts through at least 10 years from now it like you say there's games some of these games are scheduled in the 2037 now are those handshake deals or or is the contract actually signed we don't know that that's that that information doesn't really get put out but i think it's a lot of this has to do with um you know what is is it all about when decisions like this are made you know
1: Mm -hmm. Well, that, that's my second point. As, uh, the people I talked to up at West Point and elsewhere, mostly at West Point, uh, I think the the, the, the larger concern, uh, as much as they want more money, everybody needs it. Uh, the larger concern is uh, they are they are uh, they are concerned that certain leagues are backing away. The uh, the MAC conference, for example, uh, they are having trouble scheduling games with uh, most of the MAC conference teams. There are exceptions. Um, And so now there's fewer and fewer uh, Division I FBS teams willing to play Army on a regular basis. You know, Troy does it, and there's a couple others, Coastal Carolina. Um, And I think there's a worry that as everything changes, um, that they're going to have fewer and fewer options to get teams. Let's be honest. Some of the teams coming up to West Point, nobody knows their names. You know, nobody knows the average fan. We know it. The average fan doesn't know Troy, as good as they are, and they're good, and they've been great over the last three years. They're not following that. Um, I, and I think that has hurt attendance a little bit. The third factor, um, and I think this was decided before the LSU game on Saturday, um, it was just maybe dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Um, you know, Munkin said on Saturday um, that uh, he doesn't want to play LSU again. And he kind of said it. I asked him, oh, "Does is that true? And he, he backed off. In the press conference yesterday uh, um, uh, discussing the UMass game coming up, he said it again. Uh, Now, he obviously was probably privy to what's going on, but I think we learned a lesson here that Army and many other schools, it's not just Army, okay, cannot really compete with a top 10 to top 20 school uh, anymore, and it might become dangerous. Uh, LSU, as Munkin said throughout his press conference yesterday, and he was asked this several times by seven, several different reporters, not me. Um, he said that these guys are much bigger, they're much faster, they're much more talented than the guys who go to Army. He also said, my guys are tough, and his guys are tough. And I watched that, and you watched it, Sal, in the last two games. Yeah. They got clobbered, but they got up every single time, and they played to the best of their ability every what? time. So I think that has something to do with it. And um, I think they realize that they have to get themselves into a group of five conference. This is the best one. This is really the only one to go to because it's a little bit more national. You know, the Sunbelt tends to be Southern schools. And uh, what's the other conference down there? Um, conference USA. Conference USA is we've been there. It's a different conference. And well, you're Army. not going back to Conference USA, no, it's right? A, it's and- a different conference. though. most of the teams that were in where Army was in are no longer yeah. there um uh, not going there. It's a Southern conference. This conference, at least you have temple. You have Navy. Um, uh, I believe not,
0: not a conference game. Navy, not a conference game. game. It's still there. It's still so, there. I mean, Carolina's is not that far away. Re, real quick. I don't want to interrupt real quick. We have a right. guest coming on, a special guest, but real quick, I want to say about these LSU games and stuff. Those are, that's a money grab game. You're not going into LSU thinking you're ever going to beat LSU. That's a money grab game. I I want to go back for money. So, to say that they'll never go back and they never want to play LSU, the, if the money's there, they will play teams like those teams as their one uh, game that they could play. Well, two games that they have now available once they go to the AAC. We want to welcome in a Mark Beach. Mark's appeared on the podcast before uh, talking about some Army history, and he had the book, When, when Saturday Mattered the Most, about the 1958 undefeated Army team. Mark, thanks so much for joining us on the
1: on the fly here talking sure. uh, about this uh, AAC. Mark, great book, by the way. Great book. Nice to meet you, in oh, book. Thank Love you it. very much. You're the one. <laughs> I think a lot of people read it. Uh, Mark, I know you, you're just getting the news. Um,
0: do you have any initial thoughts uh, on this? I know we I didn't get a chance to talk about real quick about Army's time in conference USA. You know, seven years, thirteen and sixty three record. I believe nine and forty one in conference play those were the dark days of army football uh toward the you know that a name that doesn't like to get mentioned too much in this podcast todd barry um just what what are your what are your initial thoughts on this
2: well i mean uh, you know from the 1958 perspective from the historical perspective but the strategy for army scheduling has always been three games you should definitely win three games against uh teams that like it it's a 50 50 toss-up and then three, um, three tough games to, to, you know, games that you basically, you know, not LSU. I think that was, that was a big one. Um, but, uh, you know, there were like three games that you probably aren't, aren't going to win, um, and try to make it a national schedule. Um, and I think that's why Conference USA didn't work out so great for Army, even despite the name, it wasn't really the entire USA. Um, and, a lot of times it was hard finding three games that you should win because, you know, conference play was tougher play and army, army didn't fare well in that sort of scenario. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm surprised uh, they're having success with an offense based Warren passing this year. Um, So maybe I would be surprised by the fact that they're going to be playing in a conference schedule again, but, but I'm, I'm leery, Uh, but I, you know, there are, there are guys who deal with this much more than I do, and know much more about it than I do, making the decisions. And so, as a as a alum, as a fan of Army football, I, I think it's um, an interesting move. I, I'm not sure I I agree with it. Um, you know, I, I think Army Army is a national team, and I I wonder what's going to happen to their national TV contract. They're one of the I think one of the two teams in college football with a national TV contract besides Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, that's a big that's a big deal. Um, so I don't know what, what becomes of that.
0: Yeah. Um, what, what I'm thinking is that it's going to be the same as Navy where Navy has uh, broadcasted their home games on CBS network. There'll be an agreement with the AAC to have the home games still broadcasted by CBS. I, that's nothing official. That's just me thinking out loud. And, um, they're supposed to have a press release later today. Um, yeah. So I think that that's how that will be handled. So you hope that they can keep that because if you're, it's even like the AAC is courting Army. Yeah, Army, you know, has probably Mike Buddy DAD Seth, he might have told you that he's been has to keep an eye on the the the, the landscape of college football and the realignments uh, constantly, right? And has to have these talks with the conferences and stuff. But the AAC is the one courting Army, so they, if Army's going to do this, they the AAC probably has to have some contingents in there where okay, you can the TV contracts, okay, the buyouts between you know all these games that you have on the schedule that you've agreed to play. I don't think Army's going to be on the hook for all of them. I'm sure the a- AAC will will, ha- will have some money involved in there. And how much is the AAC uh, contract worth to Army? Like uh, being a part of the AAC nets you how many, what is it, a couple million a year maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I guess it all adds up, right, because we have these – we have the Army-Navy contract. We have the CBS Sports Network contract. We have the now AAC contract, and now we have the um, if you're playing, you know, the LSU's of the world, you're getting money for that too. So I'm
1: mean, also getting the bowl game contracts. Uh, I think got to like, make a bowl
0: game. Got to make a bowl game. No, so but
1: the AAC shares it's, it shares the wealth. So I uh, think they have I think they have six spots in bowl games. So yeah. that money gets shared with the team that doesn't make a bowl game. You get a you know you don't get a lot, but you get a portion of it. But that definitely helps too. Um, I'm looking at the AAC. You know the teams in there. And you know, this is you know, you have some decent squads, SMU's leaving. Um, you know, their best squad year to year uh left is really probably Memphis.
0: Tulane, Tulane.
1: And Tulane's um, recent, yeah, Tulane has been good recently. Um, you know, Army beat UTSA this year. Uh Rice is not a great conference, Atlantic, uh Tulsa, Charlotte, uh East Carolina, Temple, of course, Navy. Yeah, these are schools that we can, um, that, that Army can be competitive with, you know, with the right, um, right, with the personnel. right
0: offense, with the right offense,
1: with the right personnel, let's, let's, let's cut to the chase. That we always talk about the right offense, you got to have the right people that run this offense, you know, and, uh, and that's the key, it comes down to recruiting and getting the kids. Uh, and, and that's going to have to, you know, they're, they're going into a better conference going from independent to a better conference. Uh, but you know, this conference, they can do maybe not every year, they can do some damage um, if they get their kids. Navy has had good years, and Army-Navy are tied at the waist, and they've had – now the last couple years have been tough. But right now Navy is three and four. They're two and two in the conference.
0: Yeah, we Um, we don't – yeah, they're two two and two. Um, Sorry to – I've talked to uh, somebody really deep invested that's an Army football fan basically for life, and he thinks that this is a disastrous move. You think that's just a disastrous move because, um, you know, you're going from the schedule where you can make, like Mark, you said, the schedule that you can make, right, that's under your control, that you can have those games where, you know, like three, four games are the winnables, and you mentioned. And now you're going to a conference schedule, and now you can have days back to where you're a three and four win team where, Navy's been, you know. There are, I no,
2: there are no breaks. There are no breaks on a conference schedule, and so you know every game counts to every one of the teams you play, and it's it's tougher. An army benefits from like going up against Coastal Carolina and then taking on Michigan, and you can beat Coastal Carolina and you can still get up for Michigan and almost beat Michigan. You know, yeah. I, I had that brief thought, you know, until I found out that the quarterback wasn't. You know, we we're playing our freshman quarterback against LSU. They're like. Yeah. Maybe they'll do better than I think. Um, yeah. you know, they just, uh, it's, it's, if you're looking at it from a player's perspective, if you're a kid who wants to go, you know, wants to play division one football army appeals to you because army plays division one football and you get to play at the big house, you get to play in death Valley or, you know, you get to play, you know, in Baton Rouge. Um, I don't know that that exists anymore. And, you know, with the conference schedule and I,
1: well, they still have one game they can do that with. I mean, they have two. They have two open games a year. But um, but if you if you you it? have a conference schedule, do you want to schedule a Michigan? Do you want to schedule a? a I don't know. I night? don't think they really will. I think they're going to move away from that. I think they'll schedule more regional team. Uh, you know, if you're going to stay with the Power Five, they'll go with the teams that they can be competitive with, like a Wake Forest or a Duke or Northwestern or Vanderbilt. Um, yeah. I think that's that's what they'll they'll, they'll go to. Um, I think the game against LSU, you know. Even with Bryson Daly, our starting quarterback uh, in there, he wasn't. Um, they were losing that game badly. They, they were outclassed. Um, Jeff Munkin has said it um, in his press, post-press conference on Saturday, and he said it again on uh, yesterday in his pre-conference for next week's game, this week's game, you know, that these, this team was just simply better personnel. Uh, my opinion, and Sal talked about it differently, but, you know, they want the money, and everybody wants the money. But it's dangerous. It's dangerous sending your guys down to LSU. Somebody's going to get hurt because the quality of player is so much different. And you that's know, it, that's that's dangerous. It's possible. That's not the
0: Army football mentality of a football player's mentality. I mean, you know, they're, 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 supposed they're supposed to be tougher than everybody else. set. they're not they supposed are, to say danger when I go down to LSU. I mean, I
1: think they are as tough as anybody else out there. I give them credit. I watch those games in person and 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 on TV. And I think they're just as tough. I'm not taking anything away from the kids. But they're not as talented. You're getting a different, as Mungin says, you're going into a different bucket of kid to come to West Point or Navy or Air Force Academy, certainly two or three levels below what LSU is attracting.
2: I don't think I've ever seen a halftime interview where the coach has resigned to his fate as Mungin's halftime interview in, in, at LSU.
1: Yeah. He's, He's started- conference last week he said to us I just want to be competitive he never said I want of course he wants to win He goes into he said to us this week I always want to win but last week he said I just want to be competitive hopefully into the fourth quarter he knew what he was up against he was trying to you know condition all of us to say this could be ugly he hoped for the best he went down there hoping to win he said that I believe him but but it's it's we shouldn't be playing West Point should not be playing LSU. Navy plays Notre Dame every year because of tradition. And they beat them, I think, three out of four years, you know, going back now 10 years ago. But, you know, besides that, these schools should not be playing. And college football is changing. You have the power five, and then you have the second level, the group of five. And it seems that they're separating from each other. So Army has to identify with one or the other. You can't stay independent because of scheduling. And obviously, you can't go power five. The only conference that would consider us is the ACC. We, we wouldn't win a game there in many years. So, this might be the best alternative for West Point at this point. Uh, how are we going to do it? Depends on how he recruits. And maybe this will help. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I hope it helps. Um, but there's some teams in here who aren't that great year to year. year yeah, we're five. not going to go through all the teams not, right but now. But I mean, yeah, but I
0: mean, like, like, um, Maybe Seth and and maybe Mark, you were saying, I mean, when Charlotte comes to Mikey Stadium, like who, I mean, you know, Florida Atlanta comes to Mikey Stadium. uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just, uh, (laughs) it's, um, I I, I think that, you know, there's a concern about, uh, Mark, I don't know what your opinion is of this, but my opinion is why right away? Why the next season? They Why want to build. Huh? Go ahead, Seth. Go. What next you think? Year.
1: They need them for next year. They want to have 14 teams. They probably oh, because the, the AAC needs 14. Yeah, an army probably said, "Okay, make us a deal," and they probably made him a deal. I'd I'd love to know the particulars. I'm not sure we ever will, but that um, we might. But they probably made him a deal, and they probably said, "Okay, we'll handle your, you know, your, 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 your contracts. We'll pay X percent. I don't know what that is. I'm sure mm-hmm. something was done."
0: Yeah, you would you would think, um, guys. If you're watching right now, have want to comment or question for us? We'll be on for a few more minutes to discuss this. Um, I'm going to go through a, a couple of comments on that I saw on social media, if I can uh, find them. Uh, just from postings on our Facebook page, I have Jason Warren saying this is a bad idea for a number of reasons, and many old grads have tried to warn this administration not to join a conference. Firstly, the independent route allows us to play lesser schools from time to time to rebound with our lack of size and speed from the pounding of the bigger games. This would be impossible now in the conference. Um, secondly, I would, if we look at Navy over the time, it has declined in the conference as schools figure out how to play with it and its relative lack of talent. Even the option became ineffective because their opponents adjusted to it. So if Army goes back to the option, it will still be an issue in, in the conference. Finally, by joining this conference, we cut our local games that drew fans. The, the New England, New York teams. Who wants to go watch South Florida? Um, uh, South Florida, at Mikey, especially when Army isn't competitive. So it's all it's all good points. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of that more than a lot of like, yes, we're going to the AAC on social media, you know. So uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, so it's,
1: can I address that? Of course, of course. Can I address- Hey, hey, we we already play West Point. Already plays some um, uh, AAC teams every year. We play Tulane. We play UTSA. We play um, North Texas, uh, Temple, obviously Navy. Uh, so we play have We don't play them all of them every year. I mean, this is a jump up. Two, the the local teams that we that West Point plays uh, the teams from New York, New York, the mid Atlantic, and the New England. They don't draw. I mean, Boston College does. But UMass, it doesn't draw. They don't have a big following. What schools are we talking about? Syracuse, they would draw a little bit, not as well as BC. So we don't really play an, East, an Eastern schedule. We have UMass on it. Holy Cross is coming in because, you know, they always play one team from the East, you know, a, 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 a Division 1 A school, and that's either Patriot League or usually Patriot League or Villanova. Um, and they actually do draw okay. Villanova did. But, um, you know, I, I don't, we're, we're, we got to go someplace. And I think this conference is not a bad conference for West Point. I know I'm probably on the minority here. But I've been a fan of a conference for 10 years now. And this makes the only sense to me. I'm sorry. I talked too much.
0: Anything, Mark? you, th- you agree? Disagree?
2: Uh, I, I, um, I, you know. <laughs> I've been an Army football fan since the my dad went there, and so I I grew up cheering for Army football. It's why I got fascinated with the 58 team because it stunned me that Army was ever really, really, really good at football, and they were. Um, And I just – I have sort of – you know, the lessons learned. um, For some reason, Army keeps learning them over and over again, and, you know, you don't – I think in this day and age, getting away from the option offense is – it's a bad thing, like going to a pass-heavy thing uh, and getting away from getting involved in a conference where your the schedule is taken out of your hands. And and you're right, your Army plays all those teams, but Army, like, um, you know, it's, it, those are toss-up games. And you go from, like, three, four games a year being toss-up games to, like, every game being a toss-up game. And I just think that's not... I, well, I don't know if that's true though. My There's hunch something... is That's not good for army, but I, I could be wrong, but I, my hunch is that's not going to be, you know, good for the, you know, I'm good if army wins five, six games a year. I, I want them to win more, but if they win five, six games a year, they're really, they're, they're doing well. Um, yeah. that's good for army football. And they're, cause they're not going to drop down a division. They're not going to do anything else. They're going to play division one. And if they are, they're going to take their lumps. But I, you know, um, I think it's going to be hard to win five, six games a year when you're playing like a toss-up game every week, but my opinion.
1: I'm yeah. not sure they're all toss-up games every week. I mean, it, it depends on the year. It depends on your talent. Maybe this year Army would not do well in this conference. But, you know, the, the 2021 team that won nine games, Sal, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe, they, maybe they could have been very competitive. But we don't.
0: I don't want to deal with maybe they could have or whatever. This is going to be the future of, of army playing in the AAC. And Mark makes a good point. You're not getting like you rarely, even when Navy plays, they rarely get like a runaway game where they win. You know, it's it's like look at they played Charlotte a couple of weeks ago, but the game was fourteen nothing. You know, I mean, it's uh like you, like Mark was saying, it's a battle every week. And we have a comment from uh, James of Ask for Football saying he doesn't understand the harder schedule argument. Navy has a worse team this year, and they're probably going bowling. Plus, not having to play two FCS teams makes the schedule better. Huh, yeah, I mean, nobody wants to see. Uh, I think the only person that wants to see Army play more than uh, one FCS team was Rich Ellerson. I think Rich Ellerson, the former coach, would lo- would have loved to see Army play two or three FCS teams, you know, to kind of like help out with the, with the record back in the day. So, um, yeah, he's and that's two. That's a, that's a, that's a coach removed. So, I mean, we're we're moving forward with this. We're moving forward with the AAC. It looks like um, announcement. Um, Army press release today. Mike Buddy talking to the media tomorrow and we'll see what, you know, he has to say. We're interested to see it. Are they going to go at 20 next year, right away to the conference? Um, I'm not sure what they're, they'll probably tell you know, if he's asked about the TV rights and stuff. We hope he talks about that too. Um, Mark real quick. Um, what, what have you thought about the new, um, the new offense today and uh, uh, this season, I'm sorry, the new offense this season, it's been a struggle the last two games with no point. They can't get into the red zone. Um, Man, it's been rough the last two. Granted, LSU and Troy are pretty good defenses, but what are your thoughts?
2: I, well, I, I, um, not winning the Boston College game was a, was a killer. They were ready to put that game away, and then in one play, like the whole thing flipped around, and, and it's a, it's an L, uh, and a, and a costly one because now they haven't won, I think, in four weeks. Yeah. Um, so it's you know, it was tough. I the offense has been better than I thought. Like, um you know that actually it looks decent and there are option elements to it but um you know I, I think um i'm I'm surprised Air Force is as good as they air Force is, seems to be handling it just fine <laughs> and army and navy seem to be having their uh, their struggles but um I, I'd like to see Army's offense for real against um somebody besides lSU and I think Troy was pretty good um, so i'm I'm willing to, to to take those two but I, I thought Boston College was a good test, and we we should have beaten Boston College, is my opinion. So I I've been I tentatively positive reviews for the for the new offense.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I talked to Aijon Marshall about the offense yesterday. He's a slot receiver for Army. It's on our YouTube channel. If you uh, give that interview a listen, um Aijon is one of the realest players I've known on Army. Um he gives up. he's gives an honest opinion about his, his, the team's play, the LSU game, his play this year, and hoping that they can bounce back in these next five games. And it's almost like I've, I wrote it when I was a beat writer, Mark and Seth, a second season, right. But you don't want your second season to start in your, you know, your eighth game of the season. You know, that's a little <laughs> deep into the season when you're two and five and you have hopes of you know, winning out and trying to have a winning season and, you know, these commander in chief trophy games are still on the table, but man, if you don't get by Saturday in UMass and you're going to head to uh, Denver and play a ranked Air Force team with five straight losses, you kind of want to get that bad taste out of your mouth before you go you head up there. I'm guessing so. Um, it'll be interesting, really appreciate it. We'll go to one more comment from uh, uh, James and we'll get out of here. Differences between
2: was um, the 98 season was that in um, was that with um. Todd Berry, or was that uh, –
0: No, that's Sutton. That was Sutton. Todd
2: Berry? Okay.
0: Oh, that is, that's Bob Sutton.
2: Oh, Bob, Bob Sutton, yeah. So they, Bob Sutton was still there, and I, the coach who, or the athletic director who moved in the Conference USA was Al Vanderbush, who was a guard on the 58 undefeated team. Was, you know, he had some <laughs> yeah, real just, ties there. Yeah, um,
0: that's, it wasn't Rick Greenspan. Rick yeah. Greenspan came in and then brought in Berry, fired, fired Sutton, brought in Barry and then we know that the rest is history so uh differences between 98 Conference USA and AAC now not running a pro style payout amount revenue sharing bowl access television exposure nego- negotiating power enforced academic standards good points good points as far as the television exposure I mean you know ESPN 2 um ESPN plus some of these games you know I mean uh t- as far as television exposure maybe if you got a really uh you know, good matchup, maybe they get on like an ESPN two Saturday night game. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, Hey, the like, Air
1: Force game was the uh, CBS game of the week uh, for Saturday afternoon. It was a national game. And yeah. Have- Air, Air Force the
0: same- and Army too. Right. I think 1130 start for Air Force and Army out in Colorado. I could be wrong. I yeah. should, I should, I should know that, but I think it's an earlier start just to be on CBS. So um, I can double check that, but um yeah i mean we really appreciate everybody's comments um here's james coming right back with a couple more facts and figures here army had like four national tv games in their conference usa years and he says um i think this is a good move army will be competitive in the league with the college football playoffs expanding army will have a chance every year oh this is rob b i'm sorry rob b says that he thinks army will have a chance every year
2: to the, to the college football is that what he means
0: well, eventually, when the conferences expand, I believe like the the, the AAC will have, will they have. I think they have a spot in the sixteen. Maybe I'm not sure. Oh,
1: no. The best team from the group of five, which this year would right now would be Air Force. If if this year was twelve game, twelve teams instead of four, Air Force being the best of the um, group of yeah, five. Yeah,
0: that's changing, Seth. Oh,
2: oh, that's if, if only you know, ever makes a college football playoff. I will come on this uh, program and eat a tar bucket
1: well air force might air force if they go undefeated and this was next year would have made the college football playoffs uh, this year it doesn't because there are only four teams but next year uh, they're taking one team from the group of five that might expand to two i understand there's negotiations for that and then they would be of course the worst seed they'd be the 12th seed they would play the five seed in the first round um but if the season ended today and this was next year air force would be the team they're the highest ranked um, group of five squad at 19th ranked.
0: Um, All righty. You have it there. Seth just educated me. So, um, we really appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna get out of here, but first check out our Black Knight Nation website. We have this, I wrote a quick story on the reports, uh, hopefully fill in some information once Army puts out its press release. Seth is going to write a column on, um, the whole situation. We have um, on our YouTube channel, like I said, we have interviews with John Marshall and Caleb Fortner. One-on-one interviews, really good interviews. Take a listen to that on our YouTube channel. Subscribe, su- subscribe to that. I'm gonna write a story on Leo Lowen becoming a Cam- Campbell Trophy finalist today, one of 16 finalists for the Academic Heisman. Great job by Leo Lowen, 3.92 GPA at West Point, Dean's List every semester, starting yes. linebacker, leading tackler.
1: I think he's a a great kid and a great
0: kid. Really good. good. Yeah. Hey, Mark, just give him the academic, give him the Campbell trophy right now. Just, just give it to them. Why not? Absolutely. Mark, thanks a lot for joining us on the fly here. Really appreciate your uh, insight and hope to get you back on again. And Seth, again, thanks a lot. And we'll be back. um, We'll be back. Hopefully to review, a UMass win on Saturday or Sunday night, guys. Have a great afternoon and and evening.
2: Bye-bye. Thanks a lot, Cesar.